She like the way that I dance. She like the way that I move. She like the way that I rock. She like the way that I woo. And she let it clap for a nigga. She let it clap for a nigga. And she throw it back for a nigga. Yeah, she throw it back for a nigga. Mike and Mary, Mike and Mary. Billy Jean, Billy Jean. Uh, Christian Dior, Dior. What up, though? This is episode 205-205 of the iHeart Miko podcast. Today is March 17th. 2020. I am joined by my sidekick, Hustle. What's up, Hustle? What up, what up, what up? We here now. Cowboy Nation, baby. Oh, Lord, here we go. Okay. Leaking and creating like a motherfucker. Omar, listen. Omar, God damn it. You are always fucking up my show. I'm fucking talking. I love it. Good job. I'm trying to introduce your black ass. <laughs> Y'all damn I always had a problem in elementary school, too. <laughs> I can't hear you, dog. <laughs> uh, Do not, the last time I had you all, you, you fucking took over my show last time, too, with the and shit. We not going to let you do this today. That was the best oh, show of like, the year, too. That was the best show that day. You did, you did good. Let me finish my introduction. <laughs> Also joining me, my radio ex-husband, Omar Kelly. Uh, can I even, I don't even want to say your your newspaper name because I ain't trying to hate on my boy, AJ, but the South Florida Sun Sentinel's own Omar Kelly is joining us today. What's up, Omar? Chilling. How you doing? I'm going to only speak when spoken to. I'm going to try to act like I had, I was taught this in elementary school. Did they teach you? What you going to fam you? You a rattler, ain't you? Yeah. I mean, but we could... We- we could throw, we could, at FAMU, man, we was protesting all the time. We, they, they taught us civil disobedience. Oh, my God. Well, um, I'm sure that I'll probably get more numbers now that there's no fucking sports on TV. Everybody's fucking bored. So I'm so happy you guys will be forced to listen to me now because nobody's Corona, talking sports. Corona and chill. Yes, it's Corona and chill time, so most of the nation is pretty much on a curfew or, you know, told to self-quarantine. Probably, I don't know, they're saying two weeks to three months. We don't know how long this is going to go. We're in South Florida, Omar. Um, they just recently uh, kind of gave us the curfew. Now they've shut down all the bars and restaurants. The only thing that I heard is open is Hard Rock still. Um, have you ever experienced something like this in South Florida? And what do you think the city is going to be like with this impact? You, when when we have hurricanes, we generally have like curfews, um, and then nothing you know nothing is really open, and you got to worry about getting food and all kinds of stuff. But I've never experienced anything like this in my lifetime. I don't think any of us have. I, I think this last epidemic was like the Spanish fever back in like the 1920s, and this is just unique, weird. I think it's nature. I think it's population control. Um, and hopefully it passes, it takes its course and, and people survive. Yeah, hope we survive. You survive. Fuck people. I try to survive. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be considerate about the old people, Miko. I don't, I, 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 listen, they have lived their life, okay? No shade. Damn. You don't get into that though. Hustle. Tell me what's going on in, in the D. Uh, how's it going? Are you guys shut down? Uh, what's up? Hey, real talk. They just did the curfew today. I tried to go have a drink today. I was like, I tried to call the bar to make sure they was open. They said all they were doing was taking food orders. I can get a to-go order. 
So mm-hmm. at, today was the first day they started shutting down bars and start the liquor store was still open. I went by the liquor store and, and some fat, and the fast food restaurants and stuff was still open. But all the all the bars and, and and like the sit down restaurants, they were kind of closed. They were just taking to go orders. Okay. Well, we got curfew too. What's your curfew out there? I think it's eight, eight or nine or something like that. Ooh, isn't ours eleven, Omar? Yeah, but I, I'm like, what are they gonna do when they find me outside at eleven o'clock on like a booty run they or said, something? They said it's a criminal offense. Are you serious? Yes. Hey. It was on the news. I, I put it on my story. I dead ass put it on my Instagram story so people can know it's a criminal offense. It's crazy. Wow. I'm I'm a media member. We exempt all that bullshit. I just show my pass. Oh my god, you ain't exempted shit, especially black as you are, nigga. They'll shoot you. So <laughs> don't give these pigs no reason to shoot you, Omar. Stay in the house. Get get uh Marilyn fake pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Y'all have y'all a couple drinks. We Just working on it. We working on it. Um, yeah. I want to I want to say something to people because I I'm on social media and just watching and, and seeing what everybody's talking about, and I get it. It's a lot of jokes. We need jokes. We need laughter because we're all bored at home. A lot of people are miserable because they have to actually take care of their kids and their teachers don't have to do it. And so I hear people like, oh, I'm doing a good job taking care of my kids. Bitch, don't, you don't get an award for doing what you're supposed to do. Like, you're no trophies for doing the right thing to anybody. And so I just, a lot of people are not taking it as serious because there's not a lot of deaths. And what I want people to understand is there's a couple of things that are happening um, with this coronavirus. First of all, the spread of it is way easier than the regular flu. So just shaking somebody's hand, just being in their space, breathing their air, you can get it, you know? And so when that happens, that doesn't mean you're going to die. It also doesn't even mean you're going to get sick. But what happens is you continue to spread it to everyone around you. And then the elderly, the obese, the diabetic, the people in poor condition, they are the ones that are getting very sick and dying. And so what's also happening is the people that aren't dying are getting really, really sick. They're going to the hospital and they're flooding the bed. So let's say, for example, one of your loved ones gets into a car accident on the freeway and there's no beds at the hospital because we're spreading this disease so badly that it's filling up the hospitals and regular emergencies are not yeah. going to be able to be seen. Not, not, not even just that. Marilyn works at the hospital and literally the, my fear is that she'll come in contact with it because think about it. It we're about it's about um what is the population um what's the where you so supposed to not be interacting with a lot of people social space social social space, space. she interacts with 50, 60, 70 people a day because she works at a hospital and so now think about all the people who work at a hospital then they come home to their family members you're interacting with your family members they're she says they're being checked for their temperature every single day they should and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Mika opened my eyes. I can't lie. I was one of those take it lightly people. I'm still kind of on the light side, but I'm getting more serious now as the world is getting serious about it. So once the world starts shifting like this, I kind of got to react to it in a serious light. But I didn't take into account of, like you said, you going out and taking a chance. You might be sick and be fine, but you are taking a chance of giving it to a kid or elderly person and spreading it if you are out and doing something like that. So that makes sense. I didn't think about that perspective. 
I ain't gonna lie, I was out at Wood Tavern on Saturday night, turning it up because you know, he got mad at me. I told her we was out, she got mad. You don't give a cow, you know, uh, I wanna have a drink, man. I went off on her. Hey, I knew a curfew was coming, so I'm like, damn, shit, this is my last chance to get up. You did. <laughs> hey, I'm glad I went out because that's the last I went out the last night when balls was open and had a good time. You know, see, this is the thing about me. I literally have a fucking concert with myself every single day of my life. I'm in here cooking and cleaning and dancing my fucking ass off. I don't need none of y'all. I don't need nobody. All I need is weed. And now I'm getting crazy sad because I only have an eighth left. And my weed connector was like, nah, I'm quarantined. I'm like, bitch, what? You got an eighth left? What? You? Yes. You? <laughs> Listen, everybody else just quarantined this week. I quarantined on Monday, last week. So I've been quarantined about 10 days. Hustle, we can't hear you. Oh, my bad. But anyway, so, but listen, also, this is another thing that I just found out. So one of my girlfriends, her grandmother passed away last week, not from the coronavirus. She was 80-something-year-old woman, but she fell um, and, and, you know, fell pretty badly and injured herself. And um, her daughter didn't come, I think it was like an hour and a half after she fell and she passed away. And now they can't even have a funeral for her. They, she can't even go see her grandmother because there's no gatherings of now it's like down to 10 people or more. And, you know, they can't, they can't all get together and mourn their loved one because we're constantly spreading it. It's not because of the deaths. It's because we're spreading it. And the more we spread it, the more the unhealthy people are going to die, basically. A lot of unhealthy people going to be created because you can't go to the gym. Now people going to have to run outside, do workouts, however they can do it. That's, that's an excuse. You could do workouts. <laughs> that's a fucking excuse, okay? I know I got a home gym and everything, but still, you can still work out without a gym. You can still find a way to exercise and to stay active and get your heart rate up. So that you, and if you get obese because coronavirus kept us in, you was already obese, goddamn it. That's an excuse. That's a good point. Yes. So I just want to let everybody know that they're just not, don't panic. Just take this time to be thankful for the lives we were living before this happened. Be thankful for all the time you got to get out with your girlfriends. You go out with your boyfriend or your husband, taking your kids out to the movies, to restaurants, to going to make see sure you make, make sure you make a good Corona and chill selection in terms yes, of who, yeah, yes. who, you, who know, you go quarantine with. <laughs> right, because you know what's so funny now? Because you're making quarantine baby. Yes, it's going to be hella quarantine babies in December. But you know what I was thinking about? A lot of people that, I see, I saw this meme from around and it said, if you call in or text and now and they not answering, they just don't want to talk to you because nobody can't go no fucking where. So where they at if they ain't answering your calls? <laughs> or, they, or they quarantine and chilling with somebody else. Exactly, same thing. Same fucking thing. So everybody just be safe. Continue to wash your hands. It's really sad that we have to tell grown-ups to wash their hands. Um, you should already always be sanitizing your home with Clorox, uh, cleaning things, just for germs in general. Like there's more germs than just coronavirus. There's all types of stuff that you could be cleaning for, especially if you're um, in contact with a lot of things with your hands all day long. If you have dirty ass kids, I have one, he's dirty as hell. He touches everything. 
You just want to continue to wipe down heavily touched places in your home just on a day-to-day -day basis. Just become, make it a habit so that you're already, you know, doing this in case something like this happens again, you know? And it also will protect you from the regular flu that a lot of people get all the time and, and they just spread it in their own house. It's just good tactics to, to be healthier. Anyways, I don't know where Hustle went, but um, we're going to continue. Um, what is your thoughts? Matter of fact, I wanted to get your opinion on people saying that this is, uh, um, like, do you see Idris Elba uh, tested positive? Um, now, um, what's his name? Kevin Durant has tested positive. What do you think of people saying that this is like a hoax, like it's fake, like it's really just to get... Um, the government to force a vaccine on us, that which is really supposed to be the killer. That is a rumor that people are, are talking about. You've heard it is based on your face. Wow. Um, I mean, the fact that the government and the, is about to give companies billion-dollar bailouts. And that's it. Uh, and it's uh, sick no. how they just ignore the middle and lower class, but they want to yeah. bail out all these areas. Yeah, they bail out in the flight industry. Like, okay, yeah, they need the money. Uh-huh, yeah. And um, for instance, you know, so many people are going to lose. Like, think about everybody in the, in the nightlife and entertainment industry. That's a huge population in Miami. Like, that's like 30% of the people I'm around out here on the beach. And these people are out of work, out of money. And a lot of them live paycheck to paycheck, probably because they poor money managers. But, yeah, um, there's no discretionary income. They're stuck. And I, I have, you know, just think about all the restaurants that could potentially go out of business. Like, we got to support our local restaurants that we like and care about because, you know, they're going to be struggling just during this time. And I, I just can't see. There's too much. The one thing I've learned about America is that they care too much about money. Not not American people, just American society. And this is, this is a situation that's going all throughout the world. This is messing with the world's money. So I have a hard time believing that this is a hoax. If it, yeah, it, um, not a hoax, meaning like this is a real disease. There's an actual, you know, uh, you know, a flu, but that it is really being spread to make us panic about coronavirus and then say, okay, okay, give me the needle because, you know, I don't want to die. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I can't, I, I just can't even, like, just seeing the situation, my wife working at a hospital and how much they're going through just to deal with this, it's, it's, there's no way that I could think that this is some sort of scheme or plot or plan by, what, the world's 1%? Like, because, it's, because of population um, control. We, uh, supposedly, and I was watching a program about the coronavirus, every 100 years we have some sort of medical a pandemic um the spanish people was the last one and it killed millions of people throughout the world and you know I, I this is part of stuff that they don't teach you in school like i've never heard of the spanish fever and yeah i was educated by carol city high school but yeah I, i'm i'm supposed to learn about the spanish <laughs> it was something that killed millions of people like and and i didn't know about, i didn't know that i had no clue hustle 
Yeah. I know you've been looking online and seeing how there's literally no food in the refrigerator and everybody thinks we're running out of food is absolutely false. What I think people are missing is everyone's buying everything for no fucking reason and they're not leaving any food for the elderly or for just people in general. Hustle. Was there an, is there any food in Dallas? Are you guys experiencing the same situation? No, true story. There's no tissue, no hand sanitizer, no Everclear, no... <laughs> Everclear. No, I'm serious. People are buying Everclear and using it for hand sanitizer. No mm. bullshit. I'm super serious. And you know why this is happening is because people are buying boxes and boxes and boxes. Yeah. Like, you, you, what the fuck are you going to do with all of it? Like, people need it. Sell no it. Yeah, we low on canned goods. Some stores are out of canned goods. Everything. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's different. We must have met, me and Marilyn, we, we went and I've been shopping for like the last three days. We probably spent $400 on supplies and things that we need. Just and and toilet paper, we got eight rolls. That that that's that what we got. We gonna have to we gonna have to use the use you the know, eight rolls. You know what's so funny about toilet paper is you actually don't need it. You actually don't need toilet paper. It's really not a necessity. You know, and and it goes back to just just being real. You know, back in the day when babies had diapers, they were cloth diapers. You took that shit off and you washed it. So you can actually use a towel over and over again to clean yourself, or you can just get in the shower. Toilet paper is not a necessity, folks. It's not that deep, and I'm, I don't even know why everybody bought it all. It's just weird as fuck. I'm I'm getting a bidet. That's what I'm getting. I, I have a bidet, and I, I still don't even use it. I, I used to have a bidet, and that shit was dope. I, and I need one again. Yeah, it is fun. Miko, can I use yours when I come over there next time? Yes, yes, <laughs> I ain't never used one before. I'm going to feel like a new man. Spring <laughs> <laughs> school bus. Spring school bus. Oh, my God. Yes, you can use the bidet hustle. Oh, my yes. God. How embarrassing. He wants something to shoot up his ass. It, All it, right. Hey, Miko, it's real good after you have sex. You get washed off. You don't need no wet warm towel. You just get some warm water. Oh, my God. That shit is worth it. I ain't never I used it. I'm just hot side. But I'm hoping that the stores will catch on to the things that are trending on social media and saying when you first open up, only open up for the first two hours for the elderly and the the people with a lot of children yeah they should only the first two hours should be held off for family people with uh, families or elderly people if you ain't coming in with your kids uh no you got to wait two hours after the store uh opens and then you know let it be a free-for-all because it's just embarrassing how people really just are selfish and not thinking about other people now i happen to be lucky to be plant-based so everybody leaving all the fresh fruit all the fresh vegetables. It's hella <laughs> vegan meat. Like it, all the meat, regular meat is gone. It's crazy because this virus is, is comes from animals. So it's weird that people haven't clicked on that plant based is the way to go. But whatever, y'all, y'all take y'all time. Uh, we have plenty to eat around here. Okay, you just have to cook it, and I just happen to know how to cook this shit out of some food. So we good over here. We good. <sighs> hey, what you got to say, hustle? Why she throwing that shit in our face like that? Yeah, <laughs> Marilyn know how to cook. She just work a lot. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm not even trying to hate. I'm just trying to educate. We are over chemicalized and under mineralized society. Forty five percent of forty five percent of Americans hold on one second. Forty five percent of our population is obese. And that is because of the food we're eating. Yes, there will still be fat people if everybody was vegan, but there will be way less. It will probably be about ten percent. We are at 45% in America. How fucking embarrassing is that? We like meat. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just like meat. You like Oreos and donuts and cookies and, and juice that ain't even really juice. It's just sugar and water and, and, and red dye number two. Like, you got, like, but I, I, I just like meat. <laughs> yeah. I eat some chips every once in a while. I just like meat. Well, this, red I'm, dye number two. What's red dye number two? Oh Ooh. my god! We'll Ooh. talk about it another time. Yeah, that, that's a whole nother subject. Wow. Whole nother subject, man. That's why I'm starting my detox tomorrow. The perfect time to detox, actually, to fast. This would be a good time to fast if you're complaining about not having food in the house. Just start fasting. You know, drink water and and juices during the day, and then only eat solid meals at night. Try something different. You know, try to try to you know find your chi. Do some new shit. Play with your kids. Learn some new games. Read a book. Read a fucking book, yo. Yeah. Make a baby. Oh, I don't know. Now nah, I'm not making no baby. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I'll leave that to y'all. They just say the dog won't do. He need another one. He told me that. He definitely can tell you that. He loved Beijing. I said, would you give up Beijing for brothers? He goes, no, because I can't even play with it until it's like Six? No, I want Beijing. I said, good answer. <laughs> good answer. So, um, what did you say, Omar, when we first started? You said OTAs aren't technically delayed? Because I read something that said that they were going to delay the start of yeah. OTAs and all that. They don't know what they're going to do. They're making it up as they go. They realize they're not going to be able to start OTAs in April. But they're delaying it and pushing it back as much as they can. They're still going to have the draft. Um, but the fancy, the draft in, in Las Vegas is canceled. There's, they're trying to do the best that they can to keep the business of the NFL going as usual. But they realize they cannot have mass team meetings or you know, practices. And right now, just everything is on pause until they figure figure out what we're doing. I mean, really, more than likely from what, what I'm hearing, we're going to be quarantined till like the end of April. So yeah, everything is going to be pushed back in the NFL. Like That's right good. now, guys can't even train. Guys can't even train in, in group trainings. Yeah, I know. No one can. <laughs> no one can train. No one can do anything. And that's why it shouldn't even be a thought to push everything back. And this will also prove to people that you don't really need OTAs. You don't need them at all. If a guy is making money, if this is his job, okay, to be in shape come July and be ready to earn his paycheck and he chooses not to be in shape, fired. Mm. Fired. Uh, It's a, it's, it depends on the player. Hey, Ben Roethlisberger out of shape every year. He he get, Ben Roethlisberger he, doesn't have to be in shape. I'm talking about the guys that actually have to be in shape. Are you trying to tell me that if Ben Roethlisberger didn't have OTAs, he wouldn't go to the gym and work out? 
Are you telling me that? I don't think he goes to the gym and work out now. Whatever he's doing, he has to do something. He has to be doing something because you can't actually play the game without some type of cardiovascular conditioning of some kind. So, <laughs> you're not just walking out there and not worked out at all and not, not ran nothing and playing, no. He's just a big guy. He's sloppy and he's, you know, just like that. But he's in shape. It's his shape. You know, there's all different types of shapes. Remember, you're you're right. He he ran. He ran. I would that. That's one of the things that has amazed me throughout my life. The first time I saw Ben Roethlisberger out of pads, he was fat, and yeah. I yeah, I know that. Big fat meaty old husky white boy. Could you imagine yeah. all those girls he slammed up against those bathroom stalls and raped, and they had to look at that body? Yuck. No comment. <laughs> Yeah, I always be trying to. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so like you said, the, so like you said, the draft is still gonna go on. There's it's gonna be a fanless draft, which is weird as shit. Also, the WrestleMania is still happening without fans. Weird as shit. Uh, the UFC has not canceled yet, but they're getting a lot of flack from the fans telling them to cancel it. So that's probably going to be another event that's going to be fanless. Would you watch WWE fanless? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I watch everything fanless. You act like there's things on TV right now. Like, there's nothing going on. Uh, I can watch basketball families. I can't watch wrestling. It's so weird because they'll be doing all that little shit and like needing the crowd to hype them up. There's no Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true for that. They actually need crowd participation. Some of the shit they like say the fan reacts to it. You know, they have their little talking back and forth. That shit is going to be weird. You can react from the house, though. When he's doing all that, we're at the house. Yeah, yeah, get You can react like that at the house. Oh, Is that, that what sound, we do? That's all corny as shit. Oh, no. I'm talking about like, for the wrestler, for the actual wrestler. Like, how would he uh, feel? But, but like, hold on. He... Look at this. Think about this, Miko. What are we going to do for a month? Like, as a Man. society? Television. Like, we're we, going to we figure out who we really are. That's the part <laughs> yes. we Like, yeah, like, like soon, we're going to have to have conversations with one another like yeah, that bad bitch that bad bitch that, that you be uh, posting on social media they can't cook or have an intelligent conversation you're gonna hate her after this shit I, I, I tweeted I tweeted this out today and I truly do mean it deep in my heart all these guys that's corona and chilling with these chicks have them cook you a meal don't have don't add it don't be bringing them take out all the time let's see if they can cook. It's, it's a great opportunity right now for you to see all these women who cannot cook. And I think we got a society of young women who cannot cook. Mm, very true. Very, very true. Lot. A whole lot. So um, Omar and Hustle, the CBA has been passed. Uh, did take long. 500 plus players did not vote. Um, which would have been a huge difference maker. Um, I'm not reading over the entire CBA, but I skimmed through the important parts. Omar, what wins did the players get in the CBA, in your opinion? Well, they got 1.5 million worth of, sh uh, of, of 
gain in ownership stake that which will in 10 years equate to about 1.6 billion dollars which that was good that was progress um now they gave up a 17th game for that um the the cheap players or the minimum players or the lower end players no matter what you want to call them they gained a hundred thousand dollars in salary and and to the in in basically nine years the minimum salary is going to go from about five hundred thousand to one million dollars that's a good starting point. Um, they get better benefits, um, more money in terms of the, the is put, being put into their health care. Um, they get tuition reimbursement. Practice squad players get raises. They get more rights. They get 401K. So the NFL owners basically created a great scheme and hustle and con to benefit the lower-end players, which I think is – who I wanted the new CBA to go towards and help because there's a huge divide between the haves and the have nots in the NFL. I believe it's like 170 something players make more than $4.25 million in the, in, in, in the NFL. And it's literally a league that has three, 2,500. Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't equate to me, but... Well, it makes perfect sense to me, <laughs> but go ahead. How does it make perfect sense to you? Like Because the NFL is a horrible league. That's why. They, yeah. they will, they're using these bodies as crash dummies, and they're not actually compensating them very much. People see, oh, well, he made 250000 I wish I could make that. Yeah, but they only out the league in three years. And they have to live off that the rest of their fucking life. And they have no other thing that they can do. Hey, most of them. They get, when they get 65, they get a hell of a lot of money. That, that, oh if they God. can make it 65. That's what they, the NFL wants you to think. And I don't know. I'll go back to what Miko said from the beginning. You shouldn't get props for something you're supposed to be doing. And all the shit that you just named. Yeah. Shit that they're supposed to be doing. So nothing about this CBA agreement is like, oh, wow, this is awesome. Hey, shit you can point to about that fucking agreement and say it's awesome for players. Every, hold on. Because yeah. everything that they gave them, they took something away. Every fucking thing they gave them, they took something away and made them do an extra fucking game. It took what shit about that shit makes sense. Man, in a fucking negotiation, you supposed to negotiate. It's supposed to take some time. Ain't no motherfucking agreement supposed to be done this fast. They they've been negotiating it for over a year. That was one of the things no, that I No, that's not fast enough. That ain't shit fast enough about a negotiation that's gonna be for ten years. They're going to try to tell you, you're to make a negotiation that quick for a fucking 10-year agreement and say, well, you can, well, you got to look at the bright side. You can amend some shit if you want to. And why, fuck some amending shit. If I got amended, I need to ask for it right now. That yeah, shit the one, the one thing that I will say, and, and I talked to DeMar Smith, me and him had a little, little disagreement tussle, um, the reasoning for the 10-year agreement, and I do understand his reasoning, the economics of the world... Heard. And he said this before we had this corona, corona shit. He's like, basically, we're protecting our share and our rights for a, a, a decade because you, you never know what the economics of the world 
will bring. You look at the coronavirus situation right now. That looks like something. That sounds like something a pussy would say. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're, you're, you're correct, but but let me let me let me point this out. One, the landscape of how people watch television is drastically changing, and it's changing from year to year. And the NFL, the NFL owners needed this deal to get done now so they could lock in a new TV deal. And they needed things to bring to the table to get more money from these new TV deals. Because literally the only thing people are actually watching live on television is sporting events. And they needed the inventory and they needed a 10-year agreement just so that it, it, it could survive the landscape of how people are watching things or to take, take advantage of that. Um, and then look at the, the coronavirus situation. Um, people are losing money, not, not even just the wealthy people. Your 401k, if you take a good look at it, that thing took a big dip in, in the last week before they closed the stock market. So, you know, and, and if you think, you know, uh, my wife looked at her 401k yesterday and she said she lost $500 in like a span of three days. And yeah, that's, that's not that much money to us, but Think about what a billionaire has lost. It, I don't give it, a fuck what no billionaire lose. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, think about oh, what you saying. But all those things you saying has nothing to do with the negotiation of your future. Your exactly. future depends on you as a product. You are the product. You, the player, is the product. So you are no, your own business. You, you are your own, own business. So if something there, happens with the world, with, no, I'm saying that if something happens in the world within that 10 years, it happens. Whatever affects us, it affects us. That's fine. That has nothing to do with what we should get now as far as the health benefits, as far as the, how many years they need to play before they're eligible for a certain type of retirement shit. How many, none of that has anything to do with them getting their first guaranteed contract being different or trying, none of that has nothing to do with them trying to negotiate anything. They gave, a, a 17th game is a drastic change. That's a fucking drastic change to the game. And there's, and there's two more playoff games. There's only one team. Yeah, that can that's get a the fucking. Five. That's a drastic. So you telling me? So what are you getting drastic as a player? That's making you say, you know what? Let's do this shit because we getting this. That's what nothing. I'm. At. That's what I'm. Not, not nothing but one point six billion dollars over. A span of ten years. One point six. That's after they already. They, that's after they already lost one billion dollars from the last CBA. That yeah, come on, you're man. Right, you right. You right. Already, but, he already set them up for some bullshit anyway. So now it looks like a win when technically this is just getting back from the back 2010. to where you was. Yes. But, Thank you. But the but the 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 um what is it? the salary cap. Not that it, yeah. oh, and you're getting a 90%. Teams have to spend the 90% instead of 85%. So that's more so money. You gotta make a, so you got to make a billionaire spend a little bit more of his money. You're, you're, so you're correct. You got to drop seven pennies more into but the bucket. Here, here's the thing about the NFL, and I, and I realize this because I've now covered the league for 11 years, and I, 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 this is now my second CBA deal that I'm, I'm dealing with and I'm, I'm learning from. Players are not in the league. You, players are dumb 
till they hit about their third year. They don't know what the fuck is going on. They can't understand nothing. They don't know the business end of the league. And, and why they, is that? Why is that, Omar? Because they don't don't they have a symposium, a rookie symposium? They're yeah, intentionally no, making sure that these players don't know what the fuck is going on and what's important. People so people, that they can be blinded until there's a contract year. That's when it happens. After that rookie contract, that's when you find out shit ain't sweet. In the NFL, shit gets real. You start realizing what the fuck because is going on. For the, first, for the first three years, they think they're making money because they was playing for free in college. So the system is set up to take advantage of these players. Think about it. You're not smart enough until you're in the third year. By the time you're in your third year, half of them are gone already. 40% left behind, you know, uh, uh, are left behind. And of that 40%, only 20% of those people are going to actually get money. So – yeah, the system, and then you just cycling in a new batch of dumb players, and then the older players are just barely trying to hang on. So the system is set up to exploit them and take advantage of them. But it's been that way since college. Like, yes. so, go ahead, hustle. I was going to say, if that's the case, if y'all feel that way, what changes? Because in my mind, if we have an agreement and we sign a ten-year pact, I'm going to look at that and be like, oh hell no, some shit got to change. What are the, what are the player, NFL PA doing or whoever they're doing to make changes? Because I see they changing quick to prejudice. They're making those type of changes, so I don't know. Go ahead, Miko. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. So just so my listeners can know, I don't know if you guys know this, here's how the NFL PA is set up. There's a, a president, and then there's a treasurer, and then there's uh, nine vice presidents. And then there's also an executive officer. And I believe that's who DeMarie Smith is. So you have these 11 NFL current or ex people who are in the, the, the office. And then you have DeMarie Smith. Okay. They are the ones that, that make all the decisions, but you also have player representatives and that can range from one to four people on each team, depending on, you know, however many are voted in and so those people vote for whoever is in office and who's making the decisions now every i want to say is it every five years i think that you can change who d Maurice smith is okay and how you change that before was Everybody in the league got to vote, and it was a two-thirds majority vote on whether that person stays. Now that DeMaury Smith is getting hella competition from a guy who I think should be the, the, their president, who should be their executive officer, Cyrus Mary, I think that's how you pronounce his name, um, they have a new voting system now where they have 14 people uh, NFL uh, players, ex and current players who privately vote on this, who, who can be DeMaurice Smith. And they've just changed that. So now if he gets seven to 13 votes uh, of him staying, then they will allow him to um, compete with whoever might be the top vote other vote getter a person that wants to run if they get a majority meaning all 14 vote for him nobody else even has a chance to even try him for his position they just changed those rules 
there was no vote. There was no, they didn't do it the right way. They just basically said, fuck it. We're going to create a monopoly over our own system. And we're going to decide that D. Maurice Smith is going to be the NFL PA executive officer. We don't want anybody else. And that was the biggest mistake that they have done so far in the CBA negotiations. They should have allowed competition to come in because D. Maurice Smith is a corporate lawyer. Okay. He fights for the corporation. He don't know shit about the little man. He don't know nothing about the working class citizen. He fights for the one percenters. And that's why he's so famous. That's why he's so popular. Cyrus is a man of the people. Cyrus is the creator of the Rooney Rule. Omar, what's the Rooney Rule? Rooney Rule is where you get, where you have to force to interview a minority candidate for head coaching position and for the uh, for a front office position, uh, top executive position. But okay. yeah, he, I, created, I, he created that with uh, Johnny Cochran. Okay, he also created. Let me give you a list. He also created something called the Fritz Pollard Alliance, yes. Women on Wall Street, and Working Ideal. These are all things that are like pro-black, pro-poor, pro-little man. Like all of his accolades, he has his own law firm that he sh that he shares uh, with a, a guy named Stephen Skelet, but he is the founder of this law firm. I'm gonna read this off. He specializes in discrimination, civil and consumer rights violations, and corporate fraud. He is most notable for, as for the following cases. Robert versus Texaco, Ingram versus Coca-Cola, Robinson versus Ford, uh, August versus Morgan Stanley. Like he fights big time billionaires for a living and gets shit done. And the NFLPA doesn't want him. What the fuck is going on? That's what, that's what my issue was. See, in my mind, you gave a lot of good qualities to make me say, hey, that's the guy that should be it. But in my mind, I was thinking the NFLPA and those treasurers should consist of former players. That's what my, in my mindset, I was thinking. Yeah, there are, there are current and former players. Yeah, There's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It should be all, I don't know, maybe for, I guess current and former is fine. But that's what I was thinking. I remember DeMar Smith, he won, he won the election. It was Trace Armstrong. It was Troy Vincent, who now works for the NFL. And I believe it was um, a lawyer who was Jonathan Martin's uh, representation. I forget what his name is, um, a, a brother. And DeMora Smith won because he had the best um, legal mind of the batch. And he was a lawyer and blah, blah, blah. Do I think that they signed a good CBA deal back a decade ago? No. Do I think that they signed a good CBA deal now? No. But what I will say is that I think that they have grown and l looked out for the little man more than they have in the past. Now, that is it should have already been happening, Omar. That is that is like the embarrassing part of this all. Like you're almost like, hey, mom, no, dad, thanks for feeding me every day. I, I agree with you. The, la but thing, the last CBA deal, it was sold to the players as it's going to protect the middle class. It's going to protect the lower guy. And it did the absolute opposite. Because but why did he get hired again? Why did he get his job back? I 
can't, I can't, I can't explain that to you. I, 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 he, he has ultimate power. I think part of it is because leadership, which includes Eric Winston, who I know very well, um, they supported him. Eric Winston's fellow offensive line mate, JC Trotter, won the reelection. The offensive line collectively propped him up and helped him win. I don't know what I, – I really don't know what's going on in the NFLPA. I, I do know that I think more players need to get involved in the NFLPA. More players need to sit on these boards because r- right now when D went to the 32 teams, and I do know this for a fact, and he listened to what the, 30, what the players who attended the meeting – not everybody attended the meeting, but he listened to the players who attended the meeting were to a lot of the lower-tier guys – they created a list of the things that they needed and wanted in order to get uh, in order for them to, to be in a better situation, to look out for the little guy. And that's what I care about. I care about the but little that guy. still didn't happen. There are still Thursday night football games. You weren't losing Thursday. You were never getting rid of Thursday night football. Well, then why and, would and you no, allow no, them to add a game to your season if you didn't take away Thursday night? Like, why isn't D. Maurice Smith, if he's such a lawyer mind, he's so fucking smart. They should, they should have fought for a bye. They should have fought for a second bye. Like, I don't agree that they should have voted for that CBA deal. I, I think it's not an idea. I think it's a, it's a, it's a decent deal. Do I think it's a good deal? No. Um, it's going to take they care of a lot of things that they still can do. Omar, they can still get tagged for two years. I agree with you. I think that they should have said you can only be tagged. There's a lot of things that I would have created. But but here's the thing. Players don't have leverage. They they know. Their leverage is. I'm sorry. That, that's the craziest, craziest shit I fucking heard in fucking life. How the hell? They don't have leverage because they don't want to fucking have leverage. That's what yeah. that's yeah. No, so no. Most of them no. don't even understand the CBA deal. No, most of them, I would say 95% of the players. And they also don't understand financial literacy. They don't understand that. And that's why people believe they have no leverage. You, if you understand financial literacy and, and how money works, you would know as a player, you have all the fucking leverage. Let's there is no it. NFL without you. There is no replacement players without you. The problem is that the, the one percenters of the NFL never gave a fuck about the other little guys. That's it. And they still don't care. And, and when you bring the whole shit all the way around, no one, not a majority, of the players even care about the league itself or the future of the league itself. The point I'm trying to make is the players as a union, the 2,500 members collectively are not smart enough. They're not financially empowered enough. And they certainly are not united enough to do battle with 32 billionaires. They are not. Hence the, hence the reason they, D. Maurice Smith should not be their representative. They should go with this guy, Cyrus, because he is equipped to give you the tools you need when, you, you're, when you're dumb. He's helping all the dummies, all the people that don't know their power, that don't have the money. His entire career has been spent doing that. Why wouldn't you want that in your corner is what I don't understand. Um, if we get back to the part, and, and, and this, is, this is not going to sound good, but football players, and I, I know this is probably 
a stereotype, but I've been in the locker room for over a decade. The Michael Thomases of the NFL are few and far between. There might be five in every locker room. Those five add up to 150 to 200 players. It's not enough. It's, and it's, you know, he was, he was, he lost the vote to be the the actual president, you know, and I'm just trying to figure out why is, is Eric Winston, is that his name? Is yeah. he better than, than Michael Thomas? No, like J.C. Trotter. J.C. Trotter won, replaced Eric Winston, and re it really was the offensive lineman united. Mm -hmm. And the, uh, uh, the, the theory was that Michael, from what I've heard, and I don't know if this is true because I, I was not a participant in the meeting, did not know what happened in the vote. Um, from what I heard, the two rebellious the two rebellious leaders, which is Richard Sherman and then the offensive lineman, I can't remember his name okay. now. Russell, okay. They stepped out of the they stepped out of the running for presidency because they felt like both of them were too militant and they endorsed Michael for the people who, who supported them, hoping that Michael would have enough votes to take take down, you know, D's supporter, which was this other linebacker. And then who thought who made arguments why this deal was good and it was just the stupidest shit ever I've ever heard. And and then and then the offensive lineman just snuck through. JC Trotter just snuck through and took it. And when I when I saw the pictures of how many offensive line, that's the one thing people underestimate. Offensive linemen, they unite. They work as a unit. Oh, yeah. they, they, they are a whole they, fucking they, team. They they are a team. So in the NFLPA. The offensive linemen have unionized, and they will represent the league. Wow. And DBs in secondary and DB, that's probably the only position that has just as many players possibly is the secondary or the receivers. That's pretty sad. But you know what? That sounds like, like, like why wouldn't you want the best still? Even if you're an offensive lineman, why wouldn't you want the best? Why I, wouldn't I, you want what's right? Here, here's my here's my issue, along with the fact that I think that players are not wise enough nor financially capable enough to withstand a lockout, um, and and they they'll just cycle them through. Like three years from now, it'll be a whole new batch of players in the NFL. So that's what the NFL has to work with. It's not like LeBron's gonna play 18 years, or or you know, it's it's a whole batch of new players. Like in four years, we'll have a whole batch of new quarterbacks. Um. Outside of that, I just don't think that right now in this political climate or this economic climate, the world or America can handle no football, can handle the lockout. Just look That's at this week. The fuck we can. We the fuck can they handle the fans don't care. The fans don't care about the players. Like, no, what like, I'm trying to tell you, that's what that's what I'm saying, Omar. That's what makes this sound crazy. You can't one hand say the people can't live without football, but then sell a player to sign a dumb agreement. If you know they can't live without you, that means you should understand your value. Thank that's you. That's why I said, God damn, that's why I said maybe they should have like retired players on the NFL PA, like retired old players. They should have like an old a old player that, that played like back in the day, then a then another player. They should have a variation of players and they should vote for those players. That's and then that way you know you're gonna get what's best for them as a team. And man, you know they're not gonna be united okay. if you do that shit. 
you make a great point and I see your point 100% I think it's a great idea but the sad thing is the players current would have to vote for that and they yeah. ain't voting for no has been ass nigga to make their decision and they're also the funny thing is the league doesn't even care about those old players because they won't even now this new CBA guess what they voted yes on those retired guys don't get any type of disability or anything insurance now. They keep they they do get it. They, hold on, hold on. They do get it. They took it down. And also, um, I haven't seen this in the physical CBA, but I have been told this. Every NFL team is supposed to create a partnership with a hospital so that any player with vested experience four years in the league can go to that hospital and get treatment for any ailment if they are a vested NFL veteran. Supposed to, but what did they remove from the CBA? Money they, for these they, players to be took, medically insured. Because they said, they said, and this is not, has not been verified by me, that the players have been double dipping by taking social security and disability Along you, with let the, you let the government figure that shit out. Every, you just don't just kick everybody out just because certain niggas, like, you know what I'm saying, hustle the system, my nigga. Like, God damn. But, but here, here's, here's how they did. Here's how they, they the owners, and this is, this is what I, I need people to fully understand. 2,500 NFL players and the 30 or 60 players that represent them you're not about to outsmart 32 billionaires, their CEOs. Your their lawyer CFOs. can. Your lawyer can and no, should no, be no, able no. to. And their team of lawyers. You're not going to outsmart them because that deal. Ain't no that outsmart. Ain't no outsmart. It's called compete for your own salary. You're going to get CTE playing this sport. They know it. They won't yeah. even acknowledge it. And then they have the audacity to try to act like not testing for marijuana is a win. Are you fucking serious? That's not That's a win. Not them. They said we're going to give y'all y'all poor players $100,000 raise. By the end of the, the new CBA, minimum is going to be a million dollars. And it's go and and they they made them think that it's going to benefit the middle class. That if, oh, the minimum players are making a million dollars, I could keep the hiring players. Well, That's the in 10 years. Yes, exactly. Okay, weed is going to be legalized nationwide in the next year or so. So they were going to have to do it anyway. The NBA is has already said they're not even testing for no drugs during the fucking coronavirus hiatus. The NFL was bending. They were already going to have to break on weed. And they had the audacity to make y'all think they threw you a bone by legalizing <laughs> it now. Like, bruh. Yeah. Yeah, you right. That's why I said you can't say nothing about this fucking agreement that makes you say, hell yeah, sign this shit. I feel like they should list every motherfucker vote. Everybody. I don't give a fuck who didn't vote. They just need to list everybody vote. Man, I know they can watch. I know it's a way to get that shit, Omar. I know it, it don't, is. Listen, it don't matter. And here's the reason why it don't matter. Because the majority of the fan population, they don't care about the players. They don't care about their health. They don't care about CTE. They don't care about the fact that their contracts don't guarantee. 
they don't care. I don't care about the fans not caring. I'm talking about the players not caring. I'm talking about the accountability starting with them. I'm talking about when they see those votes and see who voted, they got to look at each other. All them thousand players, they got to look at each other and be like, oh, this is what the fuck we on. That's what I'm saying. If we split in the room like this, we need to see who split and where and what. I don't give a fuck. They need to show that shit. They listen. They they done entered a decade long agreement, which you know is gonna benefit the smaller guy, benefit the cheap player, and make and literally let, let's let's be real about this. They they're going they they play twenty games. They're still gonna play twenty games. It's just one of them counts more than uh, than the one used to count. Um, they they're still gonna play twenty games, and that's how the league looked at it. They're still playing twenty games. And they're um, gonna push for they're gonna push again for eighteen games because as you can see yes. they have decided they yes. don't need the players' permission to add games to the schedule. They just decided that if I was a player, I would just decide as a unit that we no, don't want to play players in that football. On. The players had to vote on the seventeenth game, and they will. Thank you, Miko. But the NFL said that they don't need their vote to approve yes. that. in public. Like we don't need y'all vote. Y'all can vote on it, but we go add a game. Irregardlessly is what they fucking said. And so after 2020, come 21 is going to be 17 games. And then 2022, there's going to be 18 games. And they're not going to need a fucking vote. They're not going to care. Mm, I don't know if that's accurate. I don't know if that's Watch. accurate. Watch. That's, Let's that's, see. That's, that's see. That has to be collectively bargained. That has to be collectively bargained. No, they said the NFL posted that they don't need the players' permission to add a game. They actually posted that. They'll get a vote, but they don't need it. They said that. Check. I got to look it up. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to send you the, the fucking clip because I got it. Appreciate but, um, it. But you guys, so, okay, so we, me and Hustle agree that this is disrespectful as fuck. And I didn't even read all the shit, but I know what the, what was the considered good, and that's what they had me fucked up at. Because there was nothing good outside of, um, I'm not even gonna. It's, there's, there's nothing good. Like there's nothing good. Yeah. I, I get. I get them wanting less, less padded practices and less this and less that. That shit don't matter when you add games and shit, my nigga. Like that shit don't matter. So I guess that's a win. But for real, like more players on the roster, more players in the league, 1.5 percent increase in revenue, minimums drastically go up. But your money is your money. So really, they they was they was always good. But, oh, this is important. The, the minimum spend goes from 85% to 90%. That's 5%, which could, which could equate to players making. I could do the math. I just need a calculator. That don't equate to shit, it Omar. It should have already been in there. No, it don't equate to shit. You added, you added players to the roster. You added again. No, that 90% ain't that. And that 5% ain't shit. They done did the math. We adding the fucking game. We adding the fucking playoff game. We do, we get, we making them add but, more. But us, when they make more money from adding these games and the inventory and make more money from the playoffs, the players get their slice. No, they don't. They've got a smaller slice. It's a smaller slice than it was. It was getting 53%. They're small, not getting that. Smaller slice than it was 15 years ago, yes. But there's a there's a lot more money in the pie now. Oh like 15 with years another ago, game. A smaller slice with another game. 
When when I started covering the league, the salary cap might have been ninety million dollars. Might have been ninety you're million. You're also not thinking about when you started covering the game how much the the TV deals were making either. That's true. That that's very that's a very good point. But they was making ninety million dollars salary cap for each team. Not a salary cap to one hundred and ninety eight million dollars. Because now, they're making more money, and the players have figured that part out at least. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to tell you that it's a good deal. I'm going to tell you that it's a smart deal. What what I am going to tell you is that the union is not strong or smart enough to 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 counteract these billionaires. I'm sorry that that's just the reality of it. I learned that in the last CBA deal. They the the deal that they took and accepted and thought that was good. Uh, there was so much shit that the owners slid through there that they didn't even catch. That it was ridiculous. And I'm sure it's going to be more of that when we look, when we, when history shows what the, the ramifications of this deal. Well, well, according to some people that I spoke to, and it's not completely confirmed, but do you remember that waiver they tried to make Colin Kaepernick sign when uh, he was going to do the tryout? Well, apparently yeah. there's language in this new CBA that suggests that they're going to cut out all of that shit now. Now you have signed your rights away to be able to protest and do all this shit. So let's see if we have any kneelers come August. I, I have not read through all 148 pages of the document, but uh, if they slid that through, and I heard there is a lot of things that they have slid through that they have not informed the players of. Um, like, for instance, you cannot have a lockout. You cannot have a holdout. Yeah. You, 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 they just given away all their right, their God-given they, they constitutional rights. That, that would have been a non-negotiable for me. You, you, you literally cannot have a holdout. Fines cannot be undone. If you've been fined by a team, you're going to have to pay it, whether you sign a new contract. You cannot hold out. You cannot lock out. If you were um, the, the Hopkins and you wanted a new deal, uh, don't miss no camp because them fines have, the fines have increased. They are firm. And if you sit out like five games, you lose an accrued season. More chains added hey, to bro. the hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. More chains added to the shackles on these players, and also the audacity of DeMarie Smith to give what is his name, the Roger Goodell, total autonomy over punishment. He no, he doesn't he have it anymore. He took it, they took it away. The new CBA took it away. Are you sure? Absolutely positive. The new CBA took took away his punishment. There is going to be. There's going to be a, a jointly appointed punishment person. He is hiring this jointly appointed punishment person, Omar. Because you huh? know the NFL is known to police themselves. So you're trying to tell me they're going to no NFLPA NFL PA has a say in who decides who's the punisher. That the only thing that they got firmer on punishment for is DUIs. If you get a DUI to to D. Maurice Smith is the head. He is the head of the entire snake. You trust him to make these decisions, to even advise on these decisions? Are you fucking shitting me right now? He's an employee, and that's what you have to understand. He's an employee of the NFL Players Association. He's only as strong as their president will let them be. And their board and will let the problem. And that's and, the and fucking I, I problem. Think, Somebody believes in him. Be, Somebody I, believes I, in him, and that's the fucking problem. And, it's, and it must be the offensive line. I'm <laughs> some video of my interaction with him. Where he's just like, I don't know you. Like, why are you asking me these hard questions? Like, and like, I, and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't live in Washington, so I don't know you. But I've been covering this league for eleven years, my nigga. Like, 
Uh, I was here for the last CBA deal. Like I've been writing it. I've been writing that you've been doing a shitty job. Your PR man standing behind you know me because he been he been trying to get me to shut up for 10 years now. Like, but it is what it is. They need new leadership, but they're not smart enough to get new leadership or you or unionized enough to get new leadership. Hope you have something to say before we moved on. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it, this is a bullshit deal. That's that that should be what the article, what you, what 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 the next article or something should be about. Shit, changing the leadership within the NFLPA, making them get smarter. What changes they gonna make to make the next deal better? Shit, cause this is horrible. The, it ain't no, it ain't nothing they can do. Cause you know what? The next the next ten years from now, the next seven years from now, when they start negotiating this, all these niggas gonna be gone anyway. Only only Patrick Mahomes gonna be here. Like uh, the 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 union the union needs to get their own act together and the agents need to get their own act together because all these agents are advising these players to sign this deal because they just want their money and they didn't want free agency to stop. But the bottom line is like nobody and, and this is what people don't understand. There's nothing in the NBA or Major League Baseball's collective bargaining agreement that demands that they get guaranteed contracts. That's just the culture of the league, and exactly. the NFL has and their the agents has to get to that point. Kirk Cousins, three years ago, got a, was the first player as a, as a free agent to get a fully guaranteed deal. There hasn't been a single person who followed his lead since, not one. And that's the problem. It's, it's the agents. It's the leadership. It's players are not smart enough. And the smart ones, eventually, eventually what, they ha- what they do as the smart ones is they push them out the league. Like, I'm sorry, and I love Michael Thomas, but Michael Thomas too smart for them. They're going to push him out the league. Like, when you, when you realize the fuck shit that goes on and, and you try to do something about it, they, they will cut block you. Yeah. Big segue, Omar, bringing up Kirk Cousins. Uh, like I said before, don't try to hijack my goddamn show, okay? We're going to move on. And I want to talk about Kirk Cousins because you brought him up as one of the only players to demand a fully guaranteed contract. And what I think that the players and the fans don't realize about these contracts is you, it's a trick. You know, they'll say, oh, this person signed for five years, $110 million, and that's all you hear. You have to get to the guaranteed money. What's actually real money? And that's all the player is going to get. Unless he's a quarterback, you have a good chance. It is very rare. Let me say that. Brent Grimes got $8 million unguaranteed dollars from Tampa Bay. A very rare thing that took place. But once your guaranteed money is up, they before the year before they're either gonna if you're really really good and, and it paid off they're going to try to restructure you or renegotiate you early and if you're not good enough they're gonna simply threaten to to lower your set your next contract or cut you or trade you somewhere you don't want to go there's a lot of threats and a lot of bullshit that goes on in these leagues and so until the players realize this and and decide that I don't care if my contract says four years, 96 million, but I'm only getting 27 guaranteed. No, fuck that. It's four years, 27 million, and here's how it breaks up. That second number doesn't matter. No doubt about it. They don't, they don't get it. They don't understand. Um, look at Devontae Freeman and his contract. That motherfucker saw, what, maybe $20 million of that full contract. Um, you could look at all these deals. Look at look at uh, David Johnson. Like he's a pariah right now, even though he just got traded to Houston. But he's a pariah because he's got too much money guaranteed on his contract. 
they don't they don't want to create a culture and that was a non-negotiable for the owners they do not want to create a culture where these contracts are guaranteed they just rather continue to give out this fake money well kirk cousins just restructured his deal um kirk is now he got a two-year extension work and it's making 96 million guaranteed over the next three years so his second number would have probably been like 156 million for shits and giggles, like, but at 96 million guaranteed. That's fucking incredible. He's negotiating his ass off, and it's the perfect timing for him because they didn't have a, a good run in the playoffs last year, even though they didn't get to, you know, where they needed to go. Uh, I think he played well. In the beginning of the year, it looked trash, but shit looped around, and they, it, they it, made it the Nico, it's not even about his play. It's about nope. the fact that the Minnesota Vikings were capped out. They ain't had no money to spend because they needed him to restructure his contract to create room. They needed to move Stephon Diggs so they can create room. They was capped out. They they haven't really done anything in free agency. They just keep yeah. continuing to lose players. Actually, they cut Xavier Rose, too. They they just Persian. Yeah. They cut Xavier? Yeah, they huh? cut him yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Hey, your Cowboys can get him. You need one because y'all done. We, we, Miami Dolphins done overpaid for your average cornerback. Oh man, my God. did you see that shit? Too. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so so let's let's we're gonna talk free agency. We're, we're done with that. We can talk about uh, Byron Jones signing for. Um, He's not, worth, cool. he's not worth this this money, dog. First of all, like <laughs> this nigga hasn't had an interception in two seasons, bro. Hey, you are. You heard me? I'm already holding it up. I'm already. You, you see him? <laughs> you are worth what people will pay you. He is going to make forty million dollars over the first two years of this deal. Props to him for the hustle. Listen, respect. I respect, I respect every man's hustle. hustle. Hey, and listen, it was a bidding war. And uh, fortunately for, for, for the Dolphins, Steve Ross don't like to lose when it's a bidding war. He, 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 the, the stakes just kept getting raised. It ain't nothing but money for him. Like, he, he, he good. So I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I, I don't condone it. But, hey, if your owner going to make it, throw it in the bag, let him throw it in the bag. I mean, I get it. This is first. This is first time playing the video game, so he's no. excited about. Even the he's excited about. Who are you talking about? Huh? Steve Ross has made playing seven the video players. game. Steve Ross has made seven players in the NFL the highest paid player at their position since he's been an owner for eleven years. Seven players. Oh, Sue. It go, go to Jake Long. It, it start with Jake Long. Y'all gonna make me get my notes. Jake Long. Then you go Carlos Dansby at linebacker. Then you go Indominus Sue. You go Brandon Albert. You go Mike Wallace. Um, Xavier Howard. And now you got. And now you got. Uh, uh, um, two two interceptions. Two interceptions. Two seasons. No interceptions. Jump. You know what's funny about all those hey. other names that you mentioned? I could kind of understand them being the highest paid at their position just hearing the name and it's like okay respect okay respect respect and then you hear byron jones you like what the fuck um here's how it was rationalized to me um he is a very good physical press cover corner who shadows guys well 
is always facing his and and Brent Grimes could really break this down for me. I'm, I'm gonna have a conversation with him, and he's always facing his receivers, not necessarily the ball, so he's not really in position to get the balls. That's why he doesn't have two more than two interceptions. And I have watched a little bit of his film, and he, yeah, he's always he's 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 a very physical prep corner, and he's always up in the receivers' grill. But yeah, I would well, like for to some th- reason. He never intercepts the ball. For the, the job that you got your corner for, for some reason, he be hey, right there, but he just never get his hands on the ball. That's, that's cool for the highest pay in the league. Come that, on, that I, is not I, cool. I, listen, the, I'm not. I'm not gonna argue with you, Miko, because I, I'm. I'm. I agree with you. Uh, a good cornerback produces turnovers, one way or the other. Force fumbles, you know, interceptions. I don't care. Like turnovers and sacks, that's how you win on defense. So I'm I'm Hustle, Hustle. He came from your yo your domain. What's up? Give give me the tea on the on the brother. Tell me what you think about him. Yeah, I mean he is a physical corner. He hawks the ball. But he definitely worth being top paid, top five paid, top anything. He 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 earned the respect of the league before last year. But based on last year's performance alone, he doesn't deserve a top pay. If he got top pay, he should have been a center base, in my opinion. Because he got top play ability. He got the slides. He got the yeah. speed. He got all that. It Because, you know, in football, they play different systems and different schemes. He yes. might – so he they might see something that we don't see as far as him fitting that defensive scheme that he can be a better player. So I want to – you know what I mean? But, but as far as – no, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have paid him top flight money. Well, also what has been explained to me is that the economic system of the NFL is going to change because of how much the salary cap is skyrocketing and how positions are, you know, growing in terms of how much people are making. So uh, the dynamics, maybe, maybe in, maybe in three years, uh, a quarterback making $15 million is a cheap player. I guess I just, I just think that, that Eric Ross is a terrible decision maker. And it's not him making the decisions, though. He I hope we get the fuck out of here. He is not the one making the decisions. You're not, not, decision. you not finna tell me that. No, he's, he's not. Tell me he's, that. He's not his, 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 he does not make football decisions. He, he approves them and writes checks, but he don't make no football decisions. That mean, appro- what the fuck is an approval then, Omar? What, you think he about to say no? Yeah. That's he not could say no. That's not in his personality. It's just not. It's just not. How do you say no is not in somebody's personality, but then also turn around and say he doesn't like to lose a bidding war? Because if it's a player that you want, if you've identified, and I understand what they did. He's making the decisions. They didn't have to target him. It wasn't even a position of need, in my opinion. They could have gone out. For what they paid him, they could have gone out and signed two starting cornerbacks. Um. That's so, why I said he's a terrible decision maker. This is him. This is him. Someone's head would roll if this happened. It wasn't his decision. It wasn't just the Dolphins bidding for him. So, hey. I, and, and, that's, and that's why the other teams lost. Because they was like, he ain't worth that. You're right. You're right. It's, it's, listen, in free agency, you're worth what people are willing to pay for you. So, that's how the system is set up. 
Or hopefully you end up with Steven on Steven Ross's bucket list and he's fucking jacking his dick off trying to win a race to nut first on this player and win whatever. I know one goddamn thing. It better not be no bombs being called in that secondary, which y'all having the two highest paid corners in the league. Do you need pass rush too now? No, the fuck you don't. If you got two highest paid corners in the league, you Cannot whatever. Can I Whatever. Not you highest pay. You supposed to. That's supposed to be a lot. That's triple moves too. Nah, you cannot cover no double moves. You gotta have some pass rush. You gotta have. Uh, uh, that's the one thing I've learned over the years is that. It, pass it take, rush might say you gotta have some good corners. I can't be getting all these sacks if these corners ain't worth shit. Like who? What? Where we tugging and pulling from? Either you good or you not, my nigga. Like, do you, do you need something to be good? You need yeah. something to be good? Then you're not that sweet, my nigga. I, Just keeping it a buck. I, I totally agree with you. I'm, I'm curious. I, everybody gets a blank slate with me. I'm curious to see how he performs, how he practices, what, what kind of plays. I know he has raw, unique athletic ability. I'm pretty sure if you did the metric and numbers, it, it, it looked break rhyme-ish. We'll, we'll yeah, see he what... jumped really, really high on the high jump at the at the uh, combine, and he ran super duper fast. Like he's so, he did whatever he did all the the, the Negro Olympics, uh, really, really well, and that means he can play corner really good. That's the yeah. dog and pony show. But what, what what's up with the, no? We not we not gonna talk about Tom Brady, TB twelve. Did I not just tell you not to hijack my motherfucking yeah, show, Omar? I told you I wasn't good at this in elementary school. Shut the fuck up and let me get off what I want to get off. Hustle has been quiet. I would like to talk about Dak Prescott being tagged and what Hustle thinks about um, them making Amari Cooper, uh, giving him the same bag that they gave Michael Thomas in New Orleans, who's supposed to be the greatest right now, and, and tagging Dak Prescott. Are you team Dak or are you team Cooper? Hustle. I like Cooper, man. Cooper got awesome footwork. He's great. Like, he gets out of his rap pretty good. He got to stay on the field. For some reason, he's off the field a few times. But but I like the contract that he got because it's, it's, it's really not, you know, like we said about the inflation of these numbers. It's really his, he got a lot of incentive based in his contract as well, too. So it's not just a hundred. Hundred, hundred million. No, no, you're right not there. getting a hundred million. Yeah, you're and Michael Thomas, and Michael Thomas do got that work. Okay, but go ahead. Okay, so you're cool with them tagging Dak because when you tag a player, let me just, well, Omar, what, what do you go ahead? Why, why, why I gotta be Cooper or Dak like that? Because that's that was what Cowboys. it is. You had to make a decision. Dallas Cowboys got a lot of money. They got a lot right. of money. So what are you saying that they're going to give Dak a contract before yeah, the season? Yeah, they're going to give Dak a contract. They better get Dak a contract. Then why would they tag him? Because it buys you time and it buys you the opportunity to negotiate without any interrupt interference. That's why they got they got all through the regular season to get a to get a contract done. That that Are you is talking about the regular season. No, I'm uh, talking about the listen. When you no, tag a player, let, let me speak from a, a, a player's wife perspective about the motherfucking tag and why it's disrespectful as fuck. Okay, when you tag a player, people only think about oh, well, you're getting the average of the top five uh, quarterback salary, which is a lump sum. Great, 
But what it says is two things from the organization. One, it says, you haven't proven to us that you're our guy. That's one thing it can say. Or it can say, two, we question whether or not we really fuck with you, fuck with you, outside of your talent. Can so, you do it? So, so, so when, you, when you get tagged, then let's say you, he gets, what, 30 million? Let's say it's 30 million. Just on the the good side of thirty million dollars, he's getting this year. If he gets injured, if something happens to him, that he next fuck. contract is shit. Which is why, and Dak, remember Dak finished the season with an injury, and, and he pushed through, and he fucking pushed through a lot of shit that was going on with him last season to play for them. And this is the motherfucking thanks he that's gets. That's correct. This is the system of the NFL. And for Dak, he I mean, the man has turned down $33 million a year. He turned down. Man, he's doing too much. Anybody trying to have a little extra shit? He turned it down. That motherfucker turned it. He need to take that motherfucker, that $33 million and go on the rock. Fuck wrong with buddy. No, 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 no. Hell no. No, 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 no. no, no, no. What, what, what no, you say? Oh, you are what you're worth, right? Yeah. What the Cowboys no, okay, I, I'm not disagreeing with you there. But what the Cowboys need to do is they need to put a contract in place that makes him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL right now. And then... And, and in the back end to, of it, dump, yeah, dump some bullshit off of it. They really need to... We'll honestly, take our chance in the streets. <laughs> what? We'll take our chance in the streets. It's... <laughs> then let the man go. Then let him go out there and in free agency and see what he's worth. Then I guarantee you lose him and he gets the money that he, he wants from somebody he else. He can go get it. Well, that's why we gave him the tag that we gave him. So if y'all want him and y'all think he's worth that, go pay him and give us those first round picks. This is it's exclusive. Nobody can negotiate with him. Yeah, no. see? We good. He's going to have to go on the ride out with us. Y'all act like he, he playing for slave labor. He gonna get like thirty two million dollars on the tag. But what I'm, it doesn't matter if he gets hurt, if he gets injured, injured. True. That fucks up everything for his future. Well, you decided to not take the thirty three million dollar a year contract. Not them. It, it, you it's, get, you, that's why they want the tag. Every, everybody's out here negotiating, Omar. Everybody's their own corporation, and he has yeah. a right to fight. If goddamn Ryan Tannehill could go get paid off the bullshit season he just had, like my God, this the nigga bullshit. had two bullshit or not. Tannehill played when it was cold outside. That didn't. <laughs> hey, you want you want that hustle? I mean, you want your Tannehill hustle? No, I don't, but I don't, <laughs> I want to win. Yeah. Hey, and that's what Dallas might be saying today. Hey, yeah. you want your money to win. They know good goddamn well Dak Prescott is not going to win the Super Bowl, okay? It's just not going to happen. <laughs> hey, hey, they losing so many pieces right now, they might not even make it back to the playoffs. Yeah, so yeah. this is why I feel like they shouldn't play them. And they doing right. So while Mika was saying we don't believe in him, 
No, we we may have some questions. Last year we were Super Bowl contenders with you as a starting quarterback. Now, now, okay, you didn't get you it guys, done. Excuse me, you guys made up in your head that you were Super Bowl contenders. <laughs> Mika, quit trying to hijack your show. I, I, I thought y'all were Super Bowl contenders. Thank you, Omar. That's 11 years in. 11 years in talking. So, like I said, we was title contenders, and we didn't do good. So, now what we're going to do now is we let Jones walk. We let all the people who wanted, who thought they were top tier go, except for you. So, it's time for you to prove your worth. This is where you can prove your worth. We ain't pay Jones. We saved some money for you, but we gonna wait to see if you deserve it. But that's what they're doing for Dak right now. Mm, respect. Hey, so Omar, what's the? I got maybe two mentions about Tannehill's contract. How many did you get? About five. Me. With that, you about five. With your name uh, in it. About okay, five. so the first one. It's slowing down. It's slowing yeah, down, man. I mean, listen. Tannehill is the perfect example that you can be average in the NFL at quarterback and make right. 100. Right. Excuse okay. me. Right. You're correct. You can be an average white quarterback and make $100 million. Mm -hmm. That's who right behind him. Who, who, who right behind him? Dak. Dak ain't close to $100 million yet. That, that, get it. We talking about an average quarterback getting $100 million. He's next in line. <laughs> oh, man. You bad. You want to decide that or not? Not really. Hey, listen. I cover a team. We've been starving. We we starvation. You got one great quarterback as an undrafted free agent and one in the fourth round. Please shut up, hustle. Cause you 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 greedy. You you yeah. don't you don't know how to recognize quality quarterbacking when you see it. Cause I've been over here. He's I've been over here eating ramen noodles and spam for a decade, and you over there complaining because you got some ground beef. Don't complain about your ground beef. You can turn it into hamburger. You can turn it into tacos. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Let's make a meat about this goddamn ground beef because he's acting like he's steak. The motherfucker act like he was ground beef and did what ground beef shit do. We good. This motherfucker want to act like he's steak. You can't be. That's the difference. This motherfucker say he's prime. Hey, you ain't that part of the cow ass, bro. He is ground uh, up prime rib, okay? Oh, ground up prime rib. Wait, wait, wait. My nigga said you ain't that part of the cow's ass, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Hell no, nah, he's tripping. 33? Man, you better take... Come on, man. Hey. Hustle, Hustle, let me get your opinion on Tannehill getting a deal and then King Henry getting the tag. How do you how do you feel about that? Man, you know, this is a goody boy league, man. This is the craziest shit. I mean, and you know, the running backs don't get respect. So it's just what it is. Then, you know, just being honest, I don't like it. But if, I, if I'm going to be real and put my put my real glasses on, Ezekiel and Ty Gurley kind of fucking it. And in Le'Veon Bell or making it harder for them to pay them running backs like that. Don't forget All the running backs got paid. And the next year after they got paid, 
they wasn't the same. Yes, along with Devontae Freeman. Devontae Freeman, David Johnson, Zeke to an extent, Ty Gurley, all of this. Yeah, it's like, and then you look at all them young running backs who coming in, rookies, doing doing work when they get in the play. Like, even in a sense, uh, Connor, like Connor for Pittsburgh, even uh, Kenyon Drake. Uh, Saquon, like, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Uh, the dude Pollard for Dallas can play. I guess them young running backs be coming in and playing. Then, see, you, as long as you got a scat back, a Duke Johnson type that can catch the ball at the backfield and get yards, that's like a run, too. So it's like, man, it's hard. Yeah. Well, I understand. But what I would love to see, which we might not ever see again, is a holdout so that Ryan Tannehill could earn his fucking contract. And then we would see. Goddamn! It'll be like Scooby Doo when they snatch the, the mask off the killer's face. I just think it. about that. <laughs> hey, that's a damn. That would hey, he took a team to the AFC Championship game. People, his critics, including myself, Miko Grimes, said it could never be done. It was done. Never done at all. He actually was on this man named Henry's back the entire time. The, the, the last two games of his career, he had 200 and something yards. Hey, he did it. We need to shut up and let him Hustle. count his checks. Also, you could have did that probably. Bro, two something that got 70 million. Hey, 70 million? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, that's, listen, that's don't disrespect him. He was the number shit. one rated quarterback in the NFL in 2019. Bad day in America. Bad, bad day. I don't even like quarterback rating no more. When 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 the motherfucker tell me some shit like Tanner here, another one in quarterback rating, that I have to dis I have to disown that stat. That that was like one of my favorite quarterback stats. And when you throw that shit at me, <laughs> it's after one though. My nigga got sixty eight million dollars guaranteed, and now Henry has to literally fight. Another year running through holes, banging his body up, hoping he doesn't get CTE and knocked out, just so he can grow, just sniff a payday and, like that. Listen, and he runs so upright, he might have two good years left in him. Exactly what I'm talking about, and why me personally, I wouldn't play. Yeah, and now with the new CBA, if he signed that franchise tag, he can't hold out. He can hold out because he is not gonna sign it. But yeah, I, I just I hope he's gonna sign it. I'll be like, good luck next year, y'all. I'm going I'm to sit out my body hurting anyway. Yeah, you're going to lose $14.6 million like Le'Veon Bell did? Whatever. You still yeah. can get paid right after that, like he did. That That's what I'm saying. That's what that's what I'm trying to get you to understand, Omar. Like, what NBA players don't – NFL players act like they don't understand, man. Your value is your fucking value, man. Y'all – it's like, it ain't about that. $14 million or not, I don't care, man. I – I'm Dude, they gone flush. I support him for his movement, but he flushed $14 million down the drain. Well, to prove a point is that I'm going to move the fuck way I want to, and if the rest of the league did it, that shit would change. Shit yeah. would fucking change. And how many? How much percent do you think can do that, would do that? The, the, only, I, the ones that are smart, the ones that get somebody to legally tell them how, what their power are, and if they all band together, they can do it. 
That nigga you, named Cyrus probably can help. Look him you, up, y'all. If you're too smart, they're going to they gonna shut the door on you. That's how the league is. They're going to push you out. Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's amazing to see how the league operates. And even if you could still play, but if you're causing too much trouble, they're going to push you out. Right. Uh, let's move on. You got some time, Omar. You got to go because we got like two more people. We got. I'm good. I'm good. good. De- okay, DeAndre Hopkins uh, went to Arizona for a bag of Skittles and a uh, 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 We Are the World T-shirt. Why? Why did this happen? Now, outside of the contractual situation, mm-hmm. it is rumored that he wanted to restructure again because he was only going to make 12.5 this year. Mm -hmm. And the team, instead of even just trying to negotiate with him, trying to work with him, just was like, all right, well, you out. Why would they do that? I don't know. And they didn't even open the bidding up to everybody because I know for a fact, I thought the one team and they would give up a first round pick for Devontae uh, to Hopkins. So you took a bag of skills and a bag contract. Most people expected – the Arizona Cardinals to have to trade a draft pick and give up money to get rid of David Johnson's contract. Not only did they, they get rid of David Johnson's contract, they also gave, gave a second and a fourth for DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. Like, like there's a long list of teams that would give a second and a fourth for Hopkins and not even take the bad contract. Like yeah. one blinking eye. Like they were, they were like a lot of teams were like, "What the fuck?" Like, like, like we didn't and even. What, know. What, ha- what happened? Do you have any clue why they did this? Is this like a sign? Like, like starting to make me think that their their court their their head coach slash GM is a fucking idiot. He comes from New England, so I promise you, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I, 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 I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. They, they are assholes. They, I think they he probably. Too- yeah, he he that white dude look he probably look at at Hopkins as probably being entitled. Like motherfucker, you can pay twelve million, you telling me about more money? Like man, fuck you. Well, you know, it's sad that the, that he doesn't think about that the actual teams do that to players as well. Whenever they decide, well, you know what? You're no longer worth what we thought you were. We're going to get rid of you. We can cut you. We can make you restructure or threaten to hold you till June 1st like the Dolphins tried to do to, to Brent Grimes. They can play dirty games with you, but suddenly you're not supposed to be able to play dirty games with them right the fuck back. That, and that's what – who was it that said? Randy Moss was talking about Tom Brady today, and he said if, if players learn anything from this Tom Brady situation, understand that the NFL is a business. And honestly – and I'm being genuine and honest with you. That's what I tell these young players when I'm in this locker room. I'm like, bro, this is not a, this is not a sport. This is not team. All this team bullshit they be feeding you, that shit only benefits them. This is a business, and you have to conduct yourself like it's a business. And DeAndre Hopkins probably conducted himself like a business, probably did some nigga business, probably probably told some went in that motherfucker everybody and, 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 and turned over some shit and, and let them know, I need my money. And he got, he got basically washed out. But 
I think a lot of that, a lot of that also is all these 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 agencies, like the CAAs of the world, the octagons of the world. All the motherfuckers just to be benefiting their clients, and oh, let me send my client to another CAA coach, and let me let me take care of this guy. Man, all that shit is it's it's rigged. The whole league, you know this, me go the whole league rigged. Mm-hmm. So, oh, she just mm-hmm. It, no, when, she, it, when she ain't benefiting from it, she's like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No, like, I've been, I mean, I've talked about this to all blue in the face. You know, I'm just tired of re- reiterating the same thing over and over. Like, like this, this, the players need to understand financial literacy. That is a big word. And when you understand that, you know your worth. You know what something's worth. You know how something, how people are making money. What you talking about? Money. Need that Maybach, Nico? They need that Maybach and that hundred dollar chain. It's not even about them. It's not even about what they're purchasing. You have to understand financial literacy of your boss and how he's generating his money, how he's making money off of you. You have to understand that and know your worth and know that if this is taken from him in a large quantity, meaning a group of niggas decide to do this, it doesn't even have to be the majority, you can affect his payday. And that will fuck with him bigger than anything you want to say individually to these owners and get your own money. You can affect more change bigger for everyone, including yourself, if you guys would understand and learn how he's making his money and how you can get it off the rip. You don't have to do this. Do you ever see NBA NBA players, Major League Baseball, soccer, all these guys are just chilling because they understand themselves and they know that if they fuck around and not play, guess what? Shit gets real. And, and, and I understand everybody's like, well, the NFL is a team sport. You got to be a team. Y'all got to be a, the team. It can't be individual. It got to be the team. Y'all fighting on these individual battles and dealing with this shit. When If you really come together like butt cheeks, you can really make a big difference. Ain't never going to happen. I'm just, I, no, Sarah, I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. Ain't never going to happen because you're still dealing with Remember, the lar- there's a large population, 30 to 40% of them are just stupid morons. Just stupid there's morons. Idiots, there's a lot of idiots in the NBA. There's a lot of idiots in Major League Baseball and soccer. There's idiots everywhere, Omar. That is not... But, but, but understand, those leagues are smaller, so the percentage of idiots maybe in the NBA, there's 100 idiots. You're talking about, about fucking 800 idiots. 800 idiots. And then the people who are just trying to hang, and then 800 more just trying to hang on, just trying to collect the check. 500 of them didn't vote. 500. Don't care. Didn't care. Are either one of you guys considering that maybe, and I've said this on a podcast before, and I've also said it in his mentions before, that DeAndre Hopkins is a little overrated and and when i say overrated not a disrespectful overrated mean like he's not in the top 10 but he's he's at the bottom of the top 10 and the texans may be like we already have three really solid receivers as well and we could probably still pull off what we're pulling off right now without him is that even a thought I'm sure a lot of teams, just like just like New England, thought Brady is lost his arm. I'm sure they realized that Watt Hopkins probably lost a step. I mean, teams see these practice; they have they have the speed meters on players now. 
GPS is on them, so they know they know what's up. They know they know what's up. He already, he already, huh? wasn't, he, he already wasn't fast. First of all, that was his. Oh thing, my god! Was his first thing. of all, first of all, they don't know what's up. They are rich people playing video games with people. They don't fucking know what's up. They doing whatever. I, I That's think why they're saying what's up. He's maybe speaking about like, for example, you could tell when the player. No, I'm talking about his talent. Yes, they don't know if he still got it or not. Oh, he could no. like, come on now. No, 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 no. he still that's... got it. We're not arguing whether or not he still got it. We're talking about losing the step. Or, like I said, he may have a lingering injury. He may have slapped a bitch, and that case is about to come out next season. There could be a lot of things on the inside that they know about that could have warranted the him fact, the to fact that they didn't put him on the trading block publicly and let teams bid. They know something up, or it's an inside job, where take done by agent by by agency. They know they like, dude. Peter King wrote about it that morning. Everybody's like, "Oh shit, what? Hopkins on the market? That nigga was traded by noon." Like, and that's done. because it had already was done before it, when it hit the news. It was already signed. Like I tell people all the time, whenever Brent signed the contract, we signed it probably 24 to 48 hours before it ever comes out and says, oh, so-and-so might be signing with, it's already been signed, you know? So I, I just think that, Hustle, so what was you trying to say that DeAndre Hopkins... It wasn't that. I just be hating all that shit. You know, you be disrespectful to certain wide receivers, and he's one of the wide receivers that you're disrespectful to. Well, him you know, the my, only reason that I have ever... Him, the only reason I've ever, quote, disrespected him is because I happen to live with a nigga that has covered him multiple times who has also told me that I'm correct in my um, opinion of his game. So uh, if you got something to compare with that, then I would like to hear it. But other than that, other than this nigga telling me you're correct in your assessment, I don't really understand why I, I sound crazy. You you know why he might why why he might not give Brent problems because Brent is not the cornerback that needs to touch you. Brent is a very rare breed where okay. he cover he cover you. He don't need to touch you to cover you. And I would say that's like there were five other cornerbacks in the league that that could do that. And Hopkins he wants you to be physical with him. So that's why every time he played against Brent Grimes, he got zero. He got nothing off. And so that's where my opinion comes from. I mean. I, I, when I watch him play, I will tell you his only weakness, true weakness to me, is his speed. That's it. He's in pretty damn good everywhere else. He just doesn't have speed. And when you can't separate from a corner, that's a problem. And, and he, he needs you. He need to push off. He push. He pushes off a lot. So, yeah. it, I, 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 I don't think he's overrated. I think he's a very great possession receiver. Yeah, he ain't got no speed, and he's probably getting slower. So it's, you know, I also think one thing people haven't factored in, you ever think that they moved him? So, because they're going to have to soon give Watson, Deshaun Watson, a new contract. Well, if the numbers ain't top five, or you don't lead your team to the playoffs, you can't be demanding ridiculous money. Right. And how much longer can they rely on J.J. Watt? He's just just breaking. He's just, you know, he's paper mache at this point. You know, you're going to have to go out. You already fucked up with Clowney, you, you idiot. So how you got rid of him. That was that was weird, too. He, he ain't signed with nobody yet. He ain't okay. 
doesn't matter. He's they still still the way that they got rid of him was weird. Just like this, it was just drastic and and for you nothing, know. for nothing. So they're making bad decisions over there, and that's the, the thing. It just sounds like a whole bunch of bad decisions are being made. But I can I I just wonder if the decision was. He's just not good enough, and we want to just be rude anyway. Like it's just weird to be rude like that when it's a winning situation because he's going to an organization that has the rookie of the year at quarterback, right? Yeah. You gave him another weapon. I don't believe that's gonna work, but yeah. You don't think it's gonna work? No. Uh, uh, Hopkins. Hopkins is not gonna make uh, Kyler Murray all of a sudden become a top 10 quarterback. Mm-mm. I don't think so. Top, you said top 10? Yeah. That's a, that's a far reach for a guy in one year. Jesus Christ, you just going to just say the nigga not going to be great ever in his life and he's only playing No, 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 no I'm saying just like this year. It's not the inch that just... A lot of niggas year. ain't jumping in the top 10 next year. Shit, Tom Brady's still here now. I know he washed, but he's still here. Speaking of... Tom Brady to the fucking Patriots. Hustle, who in the fuck told you that this was going to happen two months ago? Mika, when you start giving me props for my predictions, I'm going to start giving you props for yours. <laughs> That's what we going to do. You see that shit, Omar? But you know what? I'm going to take the higher road. Yes, you said he was going to the Bucks. You said he should go to the Bucks. That's probably the best destination for him. That's something you said. I can own up to that. Yes, and it, it happened. Um, and it was sad because remember, I was mad that I was even saying that because that meant Jameis was out of there, you know, and I wanted Jameis to get another shot. But, you know, he might have tore his draws with the 30 for 30 this year. So in comes Tom Brady. Does this make the, pay, the the Buccaneers a Super Bowl contender, Omar? I think it does if Brady is not completely washed. Um, and I've heard that his arm is trash right now. I think it, it, that people are saying it's Peyton Manning-esque at the end of his career. And I, I, I'm curious. I want to see it. I, I, I could tell you I watched his final game, regular season game, and he ain't look like Tom Brady. Um, the question is, will that carry over, or will he magically have that juice back? Um, I'm, I don't know. I think it does make them title contenders because he, he couldn't find better weapons. There aren't better weapons in the NFL. Talk about it. Hustle. Does this make Tampa Bay a Super Bowl contender? Keep in mind, they are, he's in the NFC now. Who the running back? Um, uh, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones, yeah. That's the guy you hate. You hate him, don't you? That matters. I'm sorry. The running back doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, yes, no, it, does. it doesn't matter. But Fuck out of here. Oh, man, he had a thousand so good. He but had a thousand all-purpose yards. Left. You guys can't talk at the same time. We're not gonna be able to hear everybody. Go ahead, hustle. But Tom Brady, the the running back matters. He needs a steady running back. He don't need to put his arm to the test. We don't need him throwing forty-five. He don't need to have eight games where he threw the ball forty-something times. And with that dude, if you don't have a running back, this is gonna be a bell cow. If you're taking a risk on on on, on your season, I agree with that. I, and um, I disagree with that. Go ahead, Omar. Say why you agree. 
uh, Ronald Jones had all-purpose 1,000 yards. That's a decent back, but literally nobody knows who the hell he is. Um, I do believe they need to go address the running back position, either in free agency or the draft. I would love to see Deion, uh, I would love to see Freeman end up uh, uh, in, in Tampa Bay. Uh, the, yes, I, I believe Tom Brady needs a very physical, effective running back. But he also needs tight ends and two good ones, and he has two good ones in Tampa Bay, not even just his receivers. He's got four very dynamic weapons. I think he can make it work. And let me just say this, never in my, the history of me watching Tom Brady uh, hold up Lombardi trophies has his receive, his running back ever fucking mattered, okay? What, Tom, what matters for Tom Brady is for him to be on his feet. He needs an offensive line. Tom Brady is a, a shell of himself, and he came into the league a shell of himself as far as his footwork and his speed and those type of things. The thing that I noticed about Tom Brady and why I said two years ago that Tom Brady was washed is because Tom Brady can no longer take a hit. He is 100% pussy when any type of pressure is coming on him, and that's why his throws are accurate to me. That's why it looks like his arm is a noodle. It's because he's pussy now to any type of pressure because he's afraid that if he gets hit, it will be his last fucking game give him a play action give him a ronald joe whoever he is is good enough you just enough yards to keep you honest to give him enough time to throw the ball does he need to throw 45 a game no if he needs to does he have the weapons absolutely he was spreading the ball out when he had nobody everybody was eating when he was out there and he's gonna do it now now does that mean super bowl no because there's a nigga named Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City that's going to have something to fucking say about it. And that's not even bringing hey, up Lamar Jackson. He in the NFC East. Who Tom Brady got to beat in the NFC? Dak Prescott? He, he ain't coming through Lamar Jackson or him if he make it to the to the Super Bowl. He ain't, ain't got to deal with the young boys. He's, he's also got to deal with this old nigga named Drew Brees in his own division as well. Let's keep it real right there. I will never you know, take the Saints out of at least the NFC title, you know, respect to them. Man, it's, I don't know, man. I, like I said, he old. He's older than me. And watching his last few games, he going to need a running game. I'm sorry. I like it Tom Brady. I respect, him. I respect his greatness and everything. He going to need a running game. Mm. It would help. I'm not going to act like it would not help because that would also assist him in staying upright. But if you don't have an offensive line to block, they probably ain't pass rushing either. <laughs> yo, yo, Cowboys just signed Gerald McCoy. How much they pay him? I don't know. I ain't come across my screen yet. That's but... what matters, the pay that we pay him. If, yeah. if, I like the pickup. I just don't know about the pay. They they listen. The Cowboys got money, man. Stop worrying about what they're paying them. The Cowboys got money, and Je like they show uh, Jason Luckerford to put together a piece. You should read that column. The Cowboys have spent less money in the NFL than in cash than any any other team in the league. Jerry got them playing paying players on promise. Look at him. Not cash. Look at him. Look <laughs> at him over there, Kikian. Con and all these players. I mean, I hey, just, I, go ahead. 
No, I was gonna move on. So we got Cam, we got a couple more people. We're not really gonna get, dig deep into everybody, but Cam Newton is apparently leaving. They might be getting Teddy Bridgewater. Good fit, yes, no, real quick. Ain't apparently. They they writing him goodbyes. <laughs> yeah, and for and making it look like he's the one to ask for the trade when he clearly didn't. They had to check the ass. But is Teddy Bridgewater a good fit? Real quick, you guys, yes or no? Absolutely. I'm I'm glad Teddy Bridgewater is getting a chance. Somebody's giving him a chance, a legitimate chance. He's with the offensive coordinator that was with him in, in New Orleans. And it best of luck to him. I'm always a Teddy Bridgewater fan and, and I, I hope they really truly commit to him. Hustle, real quick. He lacks arm strength, man. He lacks arm strength. I, I, again, I'm not. I don't like speaking bad against my African American quarterback. So you be asking me these tough questions, and I hate it because you know I'm biased. I just, I don't want to. But his arm strength, man. Like I said, he had a great. He had one of the best wide receivers in the league with Michael Thomas to throw the ball to, and then one of the best offensive structures with one of the best coaches, you know. So he got through. He got through. He it was impressive, and you called that too. I, I give up. That was impressive. I, I definitely called that. Yeah, yes. And you, I remember, but, but I just I'm afraid, man. I, I them years in Minnesota to me, I wasn't impressed. He, he and that Kirk Cousins group. Like all that with me, man. Like, you know, that. So you say he don't fit nowhere then, basically. He should just leave the league. Just no, I just don't know if he should be a starting quarterback, is what I'm trying okay. to say without saying. If Brian Tannehill could be a starting quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater could but be a starting know, I don't feel like he should be a starting quarterback, too. That's what I'm saying. But I just don't want to say that about. Man, it's about 20 decent starting quarterbacks in this league. Right, and right. You'll be fine. Let's let move that, on. Let that, I, 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 listen, let's, let's move on. I need y'all to talk about this. I'm going to run to the restroom. Um, Stephon Diggs to the Buffalo Bills. Does this give them an opportunity to contend with the Patriots, or does it just the Bills again? Go. Listen, the Bills is – the Bills are the Bills. They, they, I like the Bills. They have a lot of talent, but – Stephon Diggs is not the finishing piece. They you gonna have to deal with Josh Allen's inaccurate arm. It it it's it's not that it's not the move that's that's going. If he had a problem with Kirk Cousins, I have a hard time believing he's not gonna have a problem with Josh Allen because Josh Allen is probably the most inaccurate quarterback in the NFL right now. Damn, you sound like Miko with the hating and the shade because you know goddamn well that shit ain't true. You what? Know Josh ain't the most inaccurate quarterback. Names. Name somebody more inaccurate. I ain't name it because I, you know how I feel. I can't do that. <laughs> you can't name. You can't say Cam Newton. <laughs> I can't. I can't see you doing that. I can't say that. I'm not. <laughs> I told you. Yeah, I you have say a, a negative word about a black woman. <laughs> I can't. No negative. I'm no negative words about them. Nah, they got enough. They're going through, man. You're right. You 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 are a thousand percent right. Hey, hey, that ain't no lie. Because every criticism of a black quarterback is is well, the first thing on their resume, whereas they hide the criticisms of the white quarterbacks. They yeah. tell you everything too good. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I like Josh. I feel like Josh Allen is a great leader. I really feel like he's a great leader. I feel like, and he brings a, enough intangibles with his stuff. Like you know what I mean, just, like that will, that determination that you need from your quarterback. He got that. That that it, he got that. 
that it factor in college that you want. Well, you and you know, Hustle, you taught me that. You told me to take a look at that when uh, the Bills started winning early, and then I told you they was going to beat your Cowboys once I realized you was right. <laughs> I yeah. said, oh, damn, you're right, and they're going to beat the Cowboys. But, yeah, you, you did tell me early on, and I think that that is something that's a little bit underrated um, at that position because it kind of gives me that Fitzpatrick feel to it where you know you know you got a dog you know you got somebody that's really go out go out here and scrap and fight for that shit yeah and, and Diggs is like that's why I said I like Diggs too because he's a competitor he's he dead that's why I feel like I, I think they can have a nice combination a nice special pairing you know what I'm saying combined with the running back from last year they got it they have potential well, you know, there was a lot of controversy with Stefan leaving the Minnesota Vikings. You know, there was all the rumblings of him having a problem with Kirk. You know, I, you know I've been uh, told by people that I know that that is not true. Um, and also that Stefan was um, the, the 49ers and the Seahawks are two teams that were trying really hard to get him. And but the, the, the Vikings would not let him go to any NFC team, especially contending NFC teams. And so that was like, damn, you know, so that's how he ultimately ended up in Buffalo. Shit, they got a first-round pick for him. So it's a pretty high first-round pick, too. Yeah, but they still should have. Why, why didn't they let him go to, like, the, like the 49ers or the, or the Seahawks? He's still great. You know, Stephon yeah. Diggs got game. You can't just uh, no. You just you just sound like you 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 sound like you scared to me. Like, oh my God, if he goes there, they're gonna beat us. Like, y'all not better than them. If you not, then why are you getting rid of them? They, that's how they think. They don't want to trade in the division and trade. That's I why nobody I think good into the division. That's why I said I feel like him. It has something to do with him and Kirk Cousins, low key. Mhm. Mariota to the Raiders. Um, what does this mean? <laughs> why, why, why would, why would you want to open your stadium with Marcus Mariota? He's just there to compete. It's a Tannehill situation. Um, this is probably the final year that uh, that Derek Carr is going to get extra paid, unless he performs. Right. So, which he's not going to do. Yeah. No, he's weak. He's weak as fuck. And when I first saw him play, I thought, damn, he's pretty good. Like the first year is rookie year. And he hasn't been nothing since then. Like he's literally been not shit since then. She don't like Derek Carr because though because because of protest and all that. And because he's a fucking racist too. <laughs> fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it. Look, he <laughs> yeah, I said it. Thank you. I don't know nothing. I don't watch him enough, so I can't even tell you. But I know he's been on the trade block for like two years. And nobody wanted him. Nobody's taken him. Nobody's, nobody's stepped up. Mm-mm-mm. Well, um, that concludes our show, guys. Uh, How you survive without NBA, Miko? You know what? We're just watching a lot of old movies. We're catching Aiden up on Rocky. He's never he knew Rocky. He knew Sylvester Stallone as Rambo because I'm a big Rambo fan as well. But I never realized that he didn't know him as Rocky. 
So we're on episode, we're on Rocky Four now. So we're binge watching all these old movies that you know, I'm make old. It creed? Huh? Are y'all gonna make it a creed? Yeah, we're gonna get all the way to we're gonna get all the way to Creed. We're gonna get there. Yeah, because the problem that I the reason I didn't want because he wanted to see Creed, but the reason I didn't want to see him to see is because there were sex scenes. And this was what two years ago, I wanna say. And so now I feel a little safer, not about him seeing sex, I would probably cover his eyes, but really it's about the sound, you know, of sex that I don't want him to- You don't, you don't want to create them dreams? I don't want listen, him to- Listen, for a guy, that should just happen overnight. Tell, tell me if I'm I don't wrong. want to rush it. I don't want to push it earlier yeah, than it I, should come. I, my parents let me watch, um, I got the sex, my brother's three years older than me, so I got the sex talk at eight. I didn't even know what the hell was going on. Exactly. They, You're way too young. He's nine. They, they were like, they were like, we only doing this once. Both of y'all niggas come over here and listen to this. And <laughs> so I, I you know, and we I was watching Porkies and all these, all these little mm -hmm. sex movies at a young age. And you know, I ain't yeah. never really think about it, but then yeah, it kind of fucked me up when I was, it kind of fucked me up. Nah, see, we were just talking about this yesterday. I had two of my friends over, and we were talking about that. And they were talking about their parents did a shitty job of talking about sex with them and everything. I was like, it's really no right or wrong to it, because it, it just depends on the person. If that person want to get out there and be a hoe or experience it, that's what they're going to do. If they not, they don't. Man. Because my parents, were, well, in my house, we were able to have girls spend a night and everything at school. Yeah, and I didn't. What girl mama let her spend the night at your house? <laughs> Where you from? Shit, in the hood. You know how many parents growing up without guidance? You know how many kids growing up without guidance? Hey, hustle. Bitches is spending the night in the hood. Spending okay? the night. Yeah, at 16 years old. So, yeah, we... They, I grew, I guess I grew up in the good hood. We shit like six. No, no, I'm from the projects, not the hood. It's a difference. Okay, all right, yeah, I ain't from the projects. Okay, yeah, it's a difference. You're right. Hood. I see. I understood yeah. that. I got yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hood is like just because they call it the hood because it's black people there. Yes. Yeah, the, the projects. projects is, is, the yeah, projects. At fourteen, most of the girls had kids already. <laughs> It, 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 I laugh, but that's true. You're right. Yeah, it, I don't know. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? No. So, yeah, I guess. Well, I want to let you guys go. <laughs> it's getting late, and I want to tell you guys to make sure that you're continuing to wash your hands and be safe. Quarantine. Only go out for the essentials, which is food and water. Everything and else. Pussy. And pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, y'all should have in house pussy. Oh, yeah, we, do, we do. We talk about for, for everybody. Essentials. You said this. I was talking to you guys directly, but yeah, I should speak to everyone. Yes, just only go off of food and water. No, and actually, food and water pussy in there. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You got it. You just got to pull. You just got to. No, you got to quarantine with somebody. So you quarantine your pussy too? Yes. Choose <laughs> someone. Choose someone to quarantine with. That's what you should do. One dick, one pussy. Y'all got to quarantine. Yeah, at least for a week straight. You know, it, you know. And then we'll go to next, next week. 
no, you might go home or you might stay. You never know. Like, you know, but just stay in. It's cool anyway because it's a lot of single people that are miserable and lonely. Everybody on OnlyFans and all watching porn. Just quarantine with a bitch or a nigga and just hang out. See if you really like each other. It's, 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 it's all temporary. <laughs> Man, it, I, I, could, I would kill myself right now if I was <laughs> I couldn't do it. Boy, these fans only accounts, they must be blowing up. <laughs> yes. Niggas is trying to up the, the uh prices now and everything. They just get disrespectful now. Oh, you want I was twelve ninety nine a month. Now I'm twenty four ninety nine a month. Yes. <laughs> it's getting real out here. It's getting real. But I just want you guys to all be safe and you know try to find some new ways to entertain yourselves. That's really what's fun because then we won't, maybe we'll be, we'll be able to unplug more often after this, you know? Okay, all right. See, see what more of my $40 can give me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to y'all later. Later. All right, peace. Peace. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 205. Um, I'm quarantined, so I might just try to do some more episodes this week. Uh, they might be shorter episodes where we just talk about, you know, little things that are happening day to day. Um, just kind of depends on how the mood goes and the type of uh, transactions and things that take place. But I wanted to read something to you guys before I left you um and i got a text from someone who sent this to me and it says the most infuriating part of the cba deal is the prior cba wasn't set to expire for a year there was ample time to organize and tap into massive platforms players have now on social media to educate and pressure owners for a fair deal that doesn't take from the disenfranchised disabled players that is absolutely true and it's sad that there were so many tweets going around and, and, and you know, all your favorite sports reporters were retweeting them saying, the players should take this deal. It's never going to get better than this. It's never like, like it was a lot of pressure to hurry up and sign the deal. And anytime someone's trying to hurry up and give you a deal, it's not a fucking deal. Okay. Like you should understand that. And, and it should be known that the NFL is the worst professional sports league of all sports and if you happen to play in that league you should understand that a lot of fuckery happens do some research you are a business person once you enter this league you are a professional you are your corporation and you owe it to yourself to benefit the most possible because that is exactly what every other corporation is doing that is how you turn a profit that's how you make money that is how you win and if you're going to constantly sit around and allow a corporation to dog you and to treat you like shit don't fucking complain peace be chilling in projects, even though I've been running them numbers up. They used to tell me I'm not next. I'm like, look at me now, I'm in front of them. 
And I just hope you never set me up my lifestyle to a regular And I don't know how I'ma trust again I swear or tomorrow I might fuck up your eyes, yeah I was out a piece of the pie, yeah I wanna speed off in a diet I got a gun full of hot to Have a poor party with a passing We be the top of the top head Deep up niggas don't know where to drop it And I wanna ride it in a drop head And he mad at my bitch got a mindset You mad nigga, your adrenaline rushing It feel like a bus but I'm whipping a rave Got my head to the ceiling Want me in my feelings Only got me feeling away. way I ain't seen I'm addicted, I don't rip a script it, fuck it, cause I don't feel the pain Let a nigga touch my chain, fuck it, nigga, kill him, fuck it, nigga, take me away I got my dogs in this bitch, I know they gon' shoot shit up And my little brother turned to a drummer, walked in my side, now he got the lumber I said that made bang, where the gays at, tell my brothers, ball a hundred summers All my niggas know, run up them numbers, fuck, run up them numbers